Greetings and welcome everyone. It's Eugen Geek MovieCast, episode 439. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo. And Tony Korkanakis. Hello, hello. Welcome guys, welcome Fun listeners, home. welcome viewers to 439 of the MovieCast. Coming in to April, coming into Endgame. Avengers April. Uh, yeah, no. it's it's. They released some posters it has today. Begun. We actually had a um, uh, a oh, character death reveal, didn't we? Go on, what? No, I just saw that. Um, Tony's drinking. Is that the orange vanilla flavor one? Oh yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it any good? Oh yeah, it's like a creamsicle. Let's, let's stop the podcast and let's talk about the orange <laughs> vanilla coke. No, I just had a vision. No, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm serious. I'm being serious yeah. here. Is it, I've seen so many commercials. Is would you? Would you what would you rate it? No, it's good. Uh, like a cherry really coke like level. Coke. I like orange coke already, so like it's like a creamsicle. So I'm not. Yeah, I, I could probably go without you know, the vanilla, but it's yeah. Okay. yeah. Is it work out or no? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. I would do it an eight out of ten. Like vanilla coke is still my favorite, but uh, this is nice to have like just like that different. Well, different. yeah, and this like like orange coke is my favorite, so it's nice, it's nice to have a little. They have going on sometimes. They have orange cream seltzer. Yeah, I've seen. I've I've seen that. That sounds I, good, it might be, or it might. Be, I'm worried about the vanilla and the seltzer. That's what I'm worried about, actually. Mm. But like, I'm having orange seltzer right now, but I I avoided the orange cream one. But yeah. all right, <laughs> not talking about the sodas. Back to the back to Avengers stuff. So yeah, that's happening. Uh, we are going to do a topic tonight of our top as soon five. As the tickets go on sale. We got to get them. So I know. I can't believe they haven't gone on sale yet. Yep. I it's just uh, unbelievable. Um, we're going to be doing our top five tonight. Um, Marvel movie characters. Appearances uh, so, in a movie. Not, Mar- yes. Yes, in the MCU. Um, because, you know, well, we had to make that stipulation here. Because uh, we're focusing on Endgame. Obviously, mm-hmm. Avengers. We're not talking about Dark Phoenix. Um, so, Or even the Netflix and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I said movies. I said Marvel movies. No, so. Had to make an appearance in a Marvel movie. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like MCU Marvel movie. MC, yeah, MCU movie. Disney movie. Mm-hmm. There we go. Let's, let's get that stipulation out there. Um, so we'll get into that. That's going to be tonight. But first, let's let's get into what we've been up to, guys. Um, anybody want to kick us off here? Mike? I mean, I watched Spider-Man oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Cause, oh, nice. I mean, so did I. I watched <laughs> yeah. it today, actually. Watch it again. I mean, yeah. I got the still book right here. Yep. So did I. Yep. Nice. Very it nice. It is a beautiful still book. I'm showing it off on the YouTube video, if you guys check that out. Cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean... It's such a good film, and I watched all like the features. I gotta watch the features. Oh, I don't watch the features yet. So there's there's some good stuff there. They uh, have like a tribute to Stanley and some of, like the idea behind ch- the changes to the characters. And they do talk about Kingpin and his look and how severe <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, that was just so much. But the rest of it's great. So yeah. no, I mean it's it's fantastic movie. I guess we I, we it was my favorite movie of last year. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but cool. um, yeah, yeah. Cool. so watch that and gonna start getting into the um, try to get watch some more of the uh, cinematic stuff leading up to Endgame. So start. Yeah, I thought about doing a little Hulk. bit of a run. I think that was actually the first one, right? Hulk came out before Iron Man. Uh, no, I think Iron Man came out first. I'm pretty certain it was Iron Man first. Yeah, well, I watched Hulk just again, but it's so weird because that's so disjointed from everything. It's like not the only thing they really took over was um, they brought Maybe. over was Ross. Right? In the so, end of it, isn't there end credits with Tony Stark? Yeah. Okay. Jr. shows yeah. up, there. but yeah. I'm saying like the only thing they really took from that movie. Although obviously Hulk is there, but like you know Betty's not around. It's just um, Thunderbolt. Ross is the only thing really. 
Yeah, yeah. So other than Hulk, yeah, I want to get started on that soon. Uh, I'm going to start doing my. I actually already had rewatched it before Infinity War, <laughs> so I'm going to do it again. I think before Endgame, um, just start running the movies through. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Tony, you said you watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yep, today got to cool. work from home, so put that on nice. in the background just to you know because don't need to pay attention to it all the time you've seen it yeah the dialogue and the music and stuff yeah like that. and yeah I, I mean it still holds up i really Prowlers is so good <laughs> i really do like it but um i don't know i think on the rewatch actually um i was a little not disappointed but i was like okay i could see the the cracks a little bit more i'm still excited yeah. for the second one but the second and one i'm just spider gwen obviously yeah i'm just i'm just yeah, that's what I want. I want the second one already. Like, I want it now. No, 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 no. That's the thing is you're watching, you're like, ah, oh, we've seen this already. Where's more? I need yeah. more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's still, yeah. Still, still, still got me when um, uh, Spider Man was confirmed. Spoiler alert the first Spider Man <laughs> confirmed killed. Uh, and the, the one song, song starts playing, and then they do the eulogy, and yeah. I think like Mary Jane just like, Oh, and then like the uh, the Stan Lee, I'm just like, oh, like can't can't take these feels still like yeah gets me gets me yeah yeah that's cool. Anything else? That is it. All right, Mike. Um, so I watched the first thirty minutes of the nineteenth episode of the last season that we watched. That's out of Agents of Shield. I was like, "Where are you going with this?" What had to be Shield? I mean, yeah. what else is going to be? Um, I stopped because then people were online, and I just stopped and played the game with them. Um, but so I'll catch up on those last ten minutes. I is that a twenty-two uh, episode season, or is it something something weird? I believe I it's twenty-two. Remember. I think it's so, twenty-two. So I'm I'm right near like the finale part, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good episode. It just other things came up, and I'm like, all right, I'll get back to that. Yeah, and then uh, I also watched. I um, I mentioned that I hadn't seen um, the original Turtles movies in a while, and so for the first time, I broke out a DVD I've had for like a decade or so, and watched <laughs> the first Turtles movie over some pizza. And it no, was good. You have to have pizza when you watch that movie. You have to. Yeah. It, <laughs> it makes required. me crave pizza while I watch that movie. And I don't even eat pizza anymore. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that was a good time. Um, it's it's about what I remember it as. It's the first one. Uh, now in my mind. It really holds up well. It does hold up well. Um, I, I'm trying to just remember in my mind. Practical like, effects, the, man. The darker one. I do remember a few scenes where I, you actually like see like electrical cords hanging out of their asses. But. Other than that, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. cool. So, um, yeah, it was a good one. I'm glad I, I revisited that. That's cool. it. All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jim? My phone just went nuts because my dad tried to call me. Uh, anyways, so um, I watched – sorry, everything froze. Is it, we good? Good. Yep. Sorry. I watched uh, – I didn't really watch anything of note um, except for – well, I'm trying to think of any watch. I, I don't think I ever mentioned – now, last week, Corey, you would ask if I finished Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. And, and I did. Yeah, I did finish oh, okay. it. I don't know if I f- mentioned it last week, but I did watch the whole thing of that. Uh, and yeah, um, that show is great. Uh, and I don't know the story at all in the graphic novel, but uh, it really like... They change it in the in the show, I think, is a lot better. Okay. It, it was really cool. Uh, and it really makes me wonder what's going on next season. And uh, it makes me excited for it. Um, yeah. So I'm very happy that they're going to do a second season. Uh, these kind of endings are like, why... Uh, 
why um it's not that tony hates the most <laughs> when they yeah yeah plot yeah holes plots plot what do i hate fixes you hate time travel oh god yeah i hate time travel so i don't know I if you'd it. like this ending yeah um as a warning <laughs> all right um yeah so that's really pretty much it um all right so we can get into our news here expanse jim any what expanse uh you know and i did watch another episode of expanse which is fine i'm not in that takeoff point in the middle of the season yet i'm only on episode five okay so i finished five yeah so um cool. but i i ended up i was playing uh i played a lot of devil may cry so i'll talk about that on the um the game cast more uh but like my free time next last week was like we were we went out you know i was off so we went out a little bit and you know and when i had free time at home i was like i could watch this or i could play devil may cry 5. so i chose devil may cry 5. Mm-hmm. um so well. yeah so uh anyways let's let's get into the box office here uh you guys want to read this real quick i have a phone call i have to take real quick sorry it's a support call for my own family so Corey, you want to read the box office thank you sorry about that guys i'll be right back yeah let's move into the box office and see what that's about because i was totally ready tony yeah i got it up so uh Universal's release of Jordan Peele's Us dominated the domestic box office, not only performing the opening weekends for several recent horror hits, but delivering the second largest opening ever for a live-action original picture, topping the weekend box office over $70 million. As a result, the 2019 box office continues to improve over the month of March after struggling to begin the year. Overall, this weekend was a third straight to perform the same weekend last year. Um, Excuse me. So estimated $70.25 million, which is just just underneath 50% of all tickets sold among the uh, top 12 films. Um, third largest opening of all time for an R-rated horror film, blowing away uh, 2018's The Nun and placing behind Universal's own Halloween, which opened to 76.2 last October. Um, film also estimated the opening for Peel's previous film, Get Out, which was a massive hit back in 2017, following a 33.3 million debut. So, it, you know, Yeah, more than doubled uh, Get Out, which was a fantastic hit. Went on to gross over $176 million domestically, um, ranking as the third largest horror film of all time domestically. So uh, if Us keeps it up, definitely going to clear, you know, 200 for sure, 225 probably maybe. So could be um, taking Us's place, or uh, Get Out's place, maybe even going to the second. So um, really fantastic opening, and uh, I think Jordan Peele's making a directorial name for himself there yeah especially in the horror where you kind of think of that name and you think of like comedy at least i yeah. do yep exactly <laughs> it just kind of it's like all right well that's that was really cool but yeah um it was good there i'm just trying to see how did um captain marvel do captain marvel had a good weekend as well let me see just pulling it up i think it dropped it had a softer drop I'm assuming it's number two. Well, it, it's number two at thirty-four yeah. point three yep. million. Thirty-four. Yep, thirty-four million, which is a forty-nine percent drop for the third weekend. So that's good. Usually, you know, kind of increases uh, to a little bit. So it stands at a uh, three hundred and twenty, uh, three twenty-one probably uh, domestic, and foreign. It's at five hundred ninety million. Um, so worldwide total is nine hundred fourteen million dollars. Um, and I well, will definitely not bet against this in uh, hitting a billion dollars. Yeah, that seems like it's well on its way. Mm-hmm. It's only in third week, and it's almost there. So, and it'll be interesting to see how the holds are. 
especially with the uh, Avengers Endgame marketing ramping up, starting with today, <laughs> it seemed like every Marvel Cinematic actor, uh, their official uh, Twitter had um, their character's uh, promotional art tweeted with like the, just their character and then the tagline, um, Avenge the Fallen. And I thought this is kind of cool. I didn't notice it at first, but if the character is confirmed alive in the present in Endgame, uh, mm -hmm. they're colored. And if uh, they're not, they're, not they're, they're black and white. Uh, and they actually unveiled that today uh, Shuri did not survive the snap, which was not covered in uh, Infinity. Right, nobody knew. It was, it was nobody fun. knew. So yeah. it was funny because like, there are so many like little tirades on Twitter that I saw. It's like, <laughs> just like, Shuri died in the snap and you didn't show it. Like, they're just, like Yeah, they're so pissed off. Um, so it'll be interesting because uh, I think, you know, as we approach Endgame, there's going to be more and more people now that are going to be like, oh, shit, I need to see Captain Marvel before this comes out. Um, so Did you see that the directors had to actually come out on Twitter and be like, hey, like Ant-Man's not crawling up Thanos' ass? <laughs> yeah, goddamn social media and internet. Like, it's like, I can't believe we have to clarify this. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, Every day, you know, I sign on to Reddit just to see like the the front page and everything like that. And there's yeah. always some kind of like Ant Man crawling into Thanos' ass. Me, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, like I guess if I was a teenager and the internet was like this, yeah, I, I probably would have made a meme or something like that too. But um, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's I think pretty much the only notable things to talk about for the box office. Unless you guys see something. No, else. I mean I'm good to move to the news. <laughs> the first two, that's it. Okay. Yeah, Jim's oh, not here. I mean, what? <laughs> Sorry, what was the third one? Uh, Wonder, Wonder Park. Wonder Park. Park. That's a bomb. <laughs> Five feet apart, and How to Train Your Dragon. Right. How to Train Your Dragon's doing real well. So. Yeah, one forty-six. So. Oh yeah, Wonder Park was that animated thing that was. I don't know. It was in the uh, trailers for Lego Movie. <laughs> that's what I first saw of it. Yeah, yeah, that is that's not good. Well, <laughs> yeah, Train Dragon's almost at five hundred million worldwide. Yeah, that is that yeah. down or up from the last one though. I believe it's up. Is it okay? But, uh, uh, yeah. All right, let's do it. News it up. All right, you want to start us off, Corey? Yeah, sure. Um, so. In the news, guys. Do, 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 do. I mean, the first thing we have is the Stranger Things trailer, which dropped like almost a week ago. Mm -hmm. Yes, so, right after. Yeah, <laughs> and that that that. I mean, who's not looking forward to Stranger Things that listens to this podcast? So I don't know. You're it's crazy like, though. It's a really good trailer. Um, kind of teases a lot of things, and you know, has that. It's nice. It's got like different. Um, time of the year and uh, obviously they're growing up and i like that ending with the you know 11 just kind of messing with the other kid and mm -hmm. and then he just sprays the other kid i, I don't even remember their names now i'm trying to think of them <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know either, but I, I think it's good because um i think that the time jump even though i really wanted you know the third season last year mm -hmm. um I, I think the time jump or gap is going to help a little bit because you know, there's more to catch up with now. Uh, yeah. With, you know, all the kids having grown up and the teenagers. And even, like, what is it um, Will or Mike that was like, you know, we're not kids forever. We're not going to play games of Dungeons & Dragons. By I think it was probably Mike. Yeah, it was Mike. Yeah. Was like, um, Will's the one that got taken all the time. Which is funny because they're definitely, like, only 14 still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they're getting they're in high school. I mean, that's going to stop. Hey, I'm back. Um, they're they're oh, in yeah. high school. Um so that's going to stop them from wanting to be like the kids again, living in, you know, sitting in the basement playing games sometimes, depending on the kids. Yeah. So, 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it was exciting. It was an exciting trailer. Well, see, yeah. I really think the time jump is mostly to get through that weird early puberty stage for the actors and just sort of. I'm sure, but I like. I, but I mean, rather than have them play eleven-year-olds and they're not, you know, I think this is this works fine. Oh yeah. There's no, there's no reason like it doesn't, and they can explain the time jump with a story easily. You know, could just been quiet for three years. Um, against the time jump. No, but I mean, it's just a matter of like, you know, three years or whatever went by, or I forget what the time jump is, but um, it's, you know, been quiet. So, mm-hmm. and we're going to tune back into when it's not, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, um, but yeah, so that's cool. So um, that was the first bit of news you guys covered? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's, let's talk about, um, let's talk about craziness. You guys want to get nuts? <laughs> All right. Yeah, get nuts. Let's, let's get nuts. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously we can quote Batman to the ends of the world with this one. Oh, God. And I'm going to be talking about, uh, yeah, the, the news about Zack Snyder coming out uh, on Twitter, I believe. Or was it on Twitter? He just like, no, it was he lost on it. It was an interview. He lost it on like everybody. Uh, he's, he's just lost it. Um, <clears throat> explaining the fact that, you know, it trained, he went on a tirade as to why Batman kills and why his heroes are not heroes. That's what I got from the conversation. Is that what everybody else got? Yeah, I got I got that he's just still writing Watchmen and he thinks everything needs to be like that, I guess. I guess. So, I mean, so, I sorry, read, wait, do you, do you have the quote, Jim? Yeah. I'm going to bring the quote up. I was going to say, let me bring the quote up and I'll, and I'll read the I'll read the quote here. Um, okay, so. Um, Okay. Here it is. Sorry. Uh, someone says to me, this is him saying, uh, Batman killed a guy. I'm like, fuck, really? Wake the fuck up. And then uh, he continued, once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie, and then you come and say to me something about, uh, like, my hero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm down like the... F- I'm down, I'm like down the fucking road on that. It's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent. Uh, my heroes didn't fucking lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money from the corporations. My heroes didn't commit any atrocities. That's cool, but you're living in a fucking dream world. This is a fictional world. It <laughs> this is a, is a dream, dream world. world. This is what it's... heroes are. This is what superheroes are. They are a dream world. That's that's mm-hmm. the point. Yeah, this just goes to show that he was the complete worst possible choice to yeah. inherit this. I think this solidifies it's, it. It's you really know? weird because... I could have sworn I remembered saying that like years and years ago. It's like no, I mean we all hated Snyder. Listen, Corey, oh, yeah. you're not going to get any argument from Corey and I on Snyder. Uh, you know, we both knew that. Um, <laughs> Sucker punch us once. I yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah, we, no, but we I mean, just were trying to get the best of what but we what could this, get. What I mean, even does. just with like Man of Steel, because like I'm pretty sure you guys weren't like that down in Man of Steel. I wasn't. I, I, was, I, was, I was. like, I, I was. Completely missed the point of fucking Superman. Like, I, I will completely say I was not that far down in Man of Steel. I thought I liked it. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I I will, you know, all I know is that this universe that he had in his mind is completely different than every single person that that I think reads comic books. Yeah, it's a really injustice to the uh, comic book yeah. characters. I think that train of thought. You know, and it would have been fine if he didn't say anything. Like then we could have kind of like made our own like assumptions. Like I, yeah. I was saying, you know what, this is just the way that he, the, these characters are going to be, and it's okay to be different. But now he's like throwing it down your face. Well, like, that's the thing. No. Like these characters are worst heroes ever, and like, what the hell, man? Why do you even say it? like these are the people that we're supposed to like idolize and like want to be? Yeah. Not, you know, yeah, 
Not that, remember, that's, not that's, my Batman. It's sort of the thing, though, like about DC heroes as opposed to Marvel, in my estimation. Marvel is kind of like, these are people, normal people who have powers. But uh, DC is just like, these. without their powers, they would be like extraordinary just by like the fact that they have their own like code and virtues that they don't break from. I feel like that's kind of what differentiates the two. So to sort of just make it be like, nah, they're, they're just sort of like douchebags. They could do whatever. <laughs> and they don't like have a certain code to them. Then it's just like, that's not the point so to me. Like he could have even explained it away. Like what he, this Batman has done. If you wanted to like hedge his, I've bets. been explaining it away. Cause I like this. No, Batman. I mean like if he wanted to hedge his bets, says he wouldn't kill in like cold blood, like hmm? manslaughter, whatever. Sure. You get killed if you fight Batman, but not, he's not going to deliberately kill you. If like he has the choice, like that's fine. But in this way, he's just like, nah, like Batman's a douchebag and he's going to just kill everyone. It's like, no, dude, that's not, that's not the way. That's the thing. Like I was reading comments to this, this quote and like even the fanboys are still trying to defend that where one guy said, I always saw this Batman as a worn out, uh, what he, he went past the point of being a hero and he kills people. And then when he runs into the Justice League members, that's when he realizes he's wrong and comes back to the light side. And I'm that's like, what I was saying. <laughs> that's how you can, like, that's what it was before. Yeah, but you can't, you can't make that comment now. You can't, he <laughs> no, didn't no, leave that obviously. up to you. He took that from you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he took that's everything from you. Yeah. He no. sucker punched you again, Corey. He no. did it again. I can't believe it. Pulled me <laughs> three times now. <laughs> he came back on record. He was talking about um, his cut of the Justice League. Uh, is he's finished it? He wants to re- he wants to release. Yeah, apparently he's. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that, but like I, I saw it just recently. Yeah. And it's like apparently he's standing by that there's a director's cut of Justice League now. It's like, bro, like it's at this point three years old, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Or, and it's been uh, like three years. Yeah, two. three years. No, oh, no, twenty seven. Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, no, it's 2017. Yeah, it was two years. Two, two years. years. It's been two was years, it, bro. Like no one cares. Late twenty seventeen too. <laughs> No, I think it was around this time, wasn't it? No, it was I thought it was in like that was a fall or something. I think you're getting BBS because BBS was an that April. was a fall. Oh, yeah, that was a fall movie. movie. So, but yeah, I mean, listen, the only the the true like fans of his are saying that they want to November, have his yeah. cut, and I think with his comments about heroes just now, I think you've lost half of them. So yeah. why would the studio spend money? Like, you're not going to make a better movie. Like, he's just trying to stay relevant. Yeah, again, like yeah, he's pretty much done with them. I mean, his world, his world. I, mean, I kind of is- wish that they, like, I wish that Michael Bay had taken this instead of Zack Snyder. Like, <laughs> he would have made it more fun, at least, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I think I think they found a formula now, and I think they're starting well, to do their soft. Zack Snyder made three hundred, like very dark and dreary. He made mm-hmm. Watchmen dark and dreary, and it's like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> this guy's. I know. Yeah. Not and that, that's the thing. It's like if if they just stuck with Snyder for one, like if they wanted to do a darker take on Superman, okay. Like again, I didn't like Man of Steel, but I think with some tweaks, a sequel could have still been dark, but like explored an interesting side of the character. Well, or if they wanted to do Batman, but... like do that, but like having him like his hand in everything is just it was too much. It's like, dude, like <laughs> nobody goes to the movies to see all these superheroes and be all depressed and like mopey and angsty. Like who, who does that? Who does that? Yeah, uh, that's it. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's who, I don't know. I understand like going to see the Watchmen. Like that's a theme of 
Yeah, that's common like, again. Like he's just—it's just everything's Watchmen. But it's not. These are characters that are established. Well, that's, how, that's how he's doing it. I mean, this is the the idea of, but, of. Yeah, I know, and this is what I've said. Like since Man of Steel, I was like, he doesn't get these Superman. He yeah. doesn't understand them, like other than a superficial level. Yeah. Like that's the thing, and it's, it, it baffles me because you have decades and decades and decades of material to pull from, and like you know what the best. Uh, highly rated most popular stories are and you can pick and choose like the best or the worst aspects of any of these yeah. to, to to create your own world your own version of these characters and all these does like super dark super yeah. grim it's not even that it's grim or dark it's just that it's wrong to like like you look at comment on your heroes this way yeah i mean you look like at criminals? like batman comics are obviously pretty dark but for like the greater part of like 60 years he's like had his no kill rule and some of his like best recent stories are based on that rule like you know under red hood where he clashes it's even became an issue in the recent comics with uh batwoman and uh you know the more recent detective comics where like batwoman takes issue with that she actually does something that he has an issue with it's and then of course the animated series and all the stories that splinter off of that it's part of the it's almost like his kryptonite in a way it and is. Like, this is his own rule. And that's what makes me really appreciate Batman. Like, the, the first episode of Batman Beyond, where he, like, is pushed to the limit as an old man, and he has to, like, use a gun to, to defend himself. It's like, you know, like, shit got bad for him there because he would never do that, you know? And it's mm. an interesting take, and that caused him to retire as Batman. But, yeah, yeah and that's what, I, uh, that's what I said. And, Jim, I specifically remember you posting on my Facebook like these couple pictures of like Batman using a gun or like killing <laughs> people from these comics. I'm like, yeah, like from like what the 1940s. Like I did, I did do this. Yeah, I did do this. Um, so what's, yeah. what's funny is as hokey as Justice League ended up being with all of the Joss Whedon edits and stuff. Like there was a scene or two where I'm like, oh, they finally get this character. That well, I, felt I mean, you that can't movie. save like that movie was just doomed to failure, anyways. And I, I was reading about how big of a flop that was, um, considering it did what seven hundred million or six hundred fifty-seven million or whatever it is. It did an insane amount of money, but because of the marketing and the you know post-production and the reach, I mean, everything it, it lost the money. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that that's that's the biggest point of this universe being a soft reboot. Uh, and that's what we're getting into now. And I think they found a formula and we'll know next week. I mean, uh, Corey and myself, are going to see um, Shazam. Oh, next week. Um, I'll see it. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it looks fun and early reviews Mm -hmm. are saying it's fun. Um, So you could have seen it already with um, the Fandango uh, thing. Like Fandango was, it's a week early. I won't, I will not shop through Fandango ever again. So, (laughs) I won't. I after that ticket thing, no. I'm done with. I deleted their app. I, you don't even I need to. Done. I mean, you got a list. You only need to. No, no. I, I but I was using them to get some points to try to use their VIP points mm-hmm. with because they use a list. But I will never use Fandango ever again, and I will never recommend them to anybody. So mm-hmm. they've lost me. Um, but uh, anyways, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I no no. It's, you're I had a <laughs> shit experience. Like how can you not let me return a ticket? I Sorry, not like, I, no, I just like how like over the years, like we just have these stories about like how no, like, corporations fuck us over. Yeah. yeah, we're just done. Um, <laughs> yeah. So all right, let's get on to some other news. Uh, yeah, we know Snyder is just batshit crazy. He just needs get to move it? on. Get it? Move on. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, all right. Well, also just real quick. I mean, notice how successful all the movies that he's not involved in are too. Yes, like, that's. I know. I think well, you said that quite I mean, too. I mean, you said it before. BVS was a pretty big movie, but uh, it fell off so fast. 
I like BBS too. Like you know, I talk about this. There's, there's, like, yeah, there's, there's aspects Snyder, of it. How that, much that better I, would BBS be if it wasn't Snyder? What kills me is that there's aspects of that whole universe that I really liked. I yeah, sort of. Like that I, but you're I still gonna get those aspects, Mike. This is no, a soft not. reboot. This is a soft reboot. You're gonna I mean, get you're still aspects. Still getting Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and I don't, I don't care too much about her. Is Aquaman and yeah, Aquaman is okay. She's alright, but I mean, like, I don't know. It's just rough because, like. If he just he had what he had and made it like right, <laughs> it would have yeah. been so much yeah. better. Well, yeah, that's I remember have. saying that. I was like, I even said this to you guys. I was like, how can you guys not be concerned? Because this is literally like he you're handing him the keys of the kingdom and like he is going to directly influence like the future oh. of DCEU movies yes. for like years and years. And it's like Well now they have to pick up the pieces. Yeah. yeah. It's been what, six years? Yeah. At this point now. And it's just like we're just starting to get you've, like the good got, movies. Like You've Can got, you imagine um, if Marvel did that? Like, yeah. just Phase One was absolute shit. Like, just well, like, they yeah, wouldn't be around. Like, and they wouldn't, exactly. They wouldn't yes, <laughs> don't so, even give a shit. We wouldn't be talking about Avengers Endgame. So, yeah. uh, all, all right. right. Me- meanwhile, Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. runtime leaked. Uh, looks like it's three hours and two minutes long. Mm-hmm. Does that hurt the box office? What do you guys think? I, I no. saw stats where it didn't oh, hurt that. No, nope. this movie is way too big. Like, I mean, and here's the biggest thing I can point to: Titanic was three hours long, and that yeah, that's a good point. Good point. point. Well, there's somebody that posted on the, the box Avatar office was Reddit super long too. I mean, yeah, somebody, somebody posted like the longest movies uh, from Marvel are the ones that have made the most money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a whole stat like a chart on here on, on the box office Reddit. It was crazy to look at. I'm like, this is insane. Uh, so this is in this mind, it could do 300 million. Uh, oh, you know, absolutely. I think in, so. a, in a weekend, you're talking yeah, about in the a weekend, weekend. In a weekend, it could do 300. Do, what did, did we get that? Infinity War did what 260? 260, yeah. I think it did 260. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty certain it did 260 or 270. It's it's possible. I wouldn't outrule it because the interesting thing is going to depend on the marketing. Like, and I think that's why we haven't seen ticket uh, pre-sales yet is because Disney and the theaters are trying to negotiate like how many theaters it's going to open on and everything like that because. I mean yeah. that, that this is going to be the biggest weekend for the movies this year. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that, right? Bigger than Star Wars? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. After Star Wars: Last Jedi divisiveness, it, this will be opening bigger. Absolutely. I, yeah, I've been on this one a second. I, I would agree with you. I'm just saying that 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 is coming out this year, and we're like we're not even like mentioning. Oh, Star Wars, by the way, Star Wars is coming out. Like it's Star Wars is going to do well. It, 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 the event of this well. year. It'll do well, but Endgame is going to do better. Um, to the point where like. It, this movie has nothing to worry about with since Star Wars. It doesn't. Yeah. No, I agree so, completely. Uh, two fifty-seven. Two fifty. Pretty much two hundred fifty-eight million. It did pretty much opening day. Yeah. Um, opening weekend. Open, open weekend. Opening weekend. So yeah, I mean this. It it will do better. I think it's just a matter of will it get to three hundred million? I, yeah, three hundred. You know, three hundred is a lot. I don't um, even know what to I track. Can see two seventy-five. I, I really think two seventy-five. Yeah. I really expect it to be almost identical to Infinity War. I think it's going to be higher. The the I, way that Infinity no, War has I'm just, like I'm just not sure there that there's more people available. <laughs> no, I think it's. Well, I think you have Mike. More. This is, like, this this is, is the thing. Like, Mike, welcome, more. welcome to Captain Marvel. You brought in. <laughs> you didn't bring more. anyone in with that. Come on. I wouldn't even. Say, I, I don't know about that. You, like, you I, brought in. I think you brought in tons of new fans for Captain Marvel. No. I think you did. Absolutely, no, I think you did. Absolutely not. No. How can I, you I, even say that? Like, what how data I, are you using? Well, what data is he using? I said, Captain I, Marvel make more than recent Marvel movies? Not really. 
No, but that's because you know uh, people. You didn't go see it. You didn't go see it. But you've seen other Marvel movies. Other people yeah. went and saw this movie and did. It's going to break a billion. So it, it, I'm saying it's bringing in different people. Yeah, that's like arguing Black Panther didn't bring in new people. No, I think that, that, that movie made way more than the recent Marvel movies before it. Honestly, in this did not. This is definitely with other going Marvel to movies. bring in new people. I don't think it's that much. Is like, I, I really think Infinity Wars. The majority of the new people like infinity war is 90 percent of the new people that are coming in people saw captain marvel because of infinity war they didn't see captain marvel because oh it's just hey it's a new marvel that. i'd say 90 percent of the people that are new okay thanks thanks all infinity war like oh yeah let's see this other one i i think this brought in i, mean, I think a lot of people are waiting for captain marvel too i think if you were to i think if you were to judge that then ant-man and the wasp would have done a lot better which it did over the original but it's not like People went out clamoring to see more Ant Man. No, but Ant Man was a thing already, and like I we mean, only got a tease at the end of it. Uh, and this was pretty much like all their movies are—an advertisement for the next movie. Like right a couple months before Infinity War, you get this other Marvel movie that has a little insight into it. I just feel like the opposite of like it's because of Infinity War, you have a big Captain Marvel right before Endgame. I don't know if you didn't even believe it, Captain. You're like, I don't think it's going to do well at all. It's like, I didn't say that. Yes, you did. did. Are you serious right now? I I told you. I told you. I expected it to be right in line with Wonder Woman. And it's not. No. Yeah, it did a little more. A little. Oh my God. It's going to break this fucking revisionist history. It's going to break it. Go back and look. I will. I will. I swear to God, I will. Exactly said. I expected to be exactly in line with Wonder Woman. No more, more, no less. So it did a little bit more because of this time. Because of the what? Because of the end game. Because of because of end game being so close, and that everyone knows that something. Do you realize this is going to get a bump too? This is going to break a billion and do more. Probably will. Like it's gonna do very well. Revisionist history. What? What is exactly what I said? Go back and find it. It's exactly what I said. It's on record, so we don't have to. It is on record, and I can guarantee you that's exactly what I said. I expected it in line with Wonder Woman. What? What? What did Wonder Woman do? Total. What was it again? Like eight hundred or so. Yeah, and that's a billion in. Wait, so eight hundred to a billion is in line. No, he's saying it's doing more. It would do awful, is what I'm saying. It's yeah. what you, said. you said it would be in line. To me, that means it's going to be close. Like it'll do 850 to 900 million. That I give you. Yeah. I mean, I that's what he just said. Oh, are you listening to I am. This is what I'm trying to tell you. So the fact that it exceeded that, you're not giving it any credit? He just said he is. I'm not giving it credit. What are you doing? He just said it's doing better. Like, why are you guys so honest? You did say I'm not trying not to. I want you to clarify. I'm not. I want you to clarify. You did not say that. I'm sorry. I You did not say that. Okay. I thought that's what you said. I'm sorry. So you, okay. That's fine. Then that's fine. Then that then I completely agree with you. Because it just sounded like he said that it was in line with what he expected. No, I no, just, not I said, at all. I said specifically it did better than I expected because okay. the I missed the better than I expected. I want the opposite of what I expected. I, I, I missed the better than. That's why. So this whole time I'm like sitting here like, wait, what are you talking about? It's not even close to Wonder Woman. So, all right. Um, yeah, so I think it draws in new fans. Uh, I think it does. You don't think it gets 300 million then? That's a 275. 300 a lot. I mean, that's a, uh, I don't know. That's a big jump. Again, yeah. I just don't know if that's there's enough people to like. I, I honestly, this time also this time like yeah. I don't, like 
how much time of the day is there to actually sell these tickets? I, I just, I'm, I, I, 295, 300, it's close in my mind. It, I, it's right yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally, if it's capable of doing it, absolutely. I, I, I'm right there, 295, 300. I won't say 300, I'll say 295. By the, way, Wonder Wonder Woman, say 300. 300 by the way, $821 million for Wonder Woman. So yeah. I undercut uh, Captain Marvel before, so I don't want to. I'm not undercutting this one. It's 300 million. That was it. 300 million. This is doing it. This is going to break records right now. First, yep. you know, first 300 million weekend movie. I mean, Disney's just ranking it in. It's yeah. disgusting. And, and they got Frozen 2 later this year at, and, and Star Wars, Star Wars and. <laughs> All of their live action movies, which yeah. by the way, Dumbo, I think, Dumbo, Dumbo I, I think Dumbo is going to flop. I oh, yeah, Dumbo's yeah. going to flop. Like, I just don't think that's going to do well. No one, no one cares about Dumbo. No. So, all right. It's I'm weird. actually questioning Toy Story 4, actually. After really? I saw the trailer I for that. I don't know. I, I just, it's yeah, Pixar. Like, it's Pixar magic. Like, I it's love all. Toy Story and I love Pixar, but like, this just feels like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah, you know? I can see that point, but it's At like. At the same time, it's Toy Story is pretty brief yeah. franchise. No, I, I know. It's just, it's low hanging fruit. It's just. To me, I could see it has a the chance. Fatigue. A fatigue. little bit of the fatigue. Or I like the... fatigued on that series. I thought it was two and three were the same story in my mind. Yeah, so. exactly. But I mean, like four doesn't seem that. And four doesn't either, seem that. It's... Yes, it doesn't. It's like the characters having I said that. happen. I said that to my girlfriend. I'm like, this looks like the exact same thing. Like, and, I just... I compl- and I complain nonstop about three because of that. I... I just don't understand because you have characters like toys that come to life. And like, how many stories can you possibly tell with this? Infinite. Nearly infinite. And it's just like... Oh, we got to get back to our kids. Yep. Like, no, we get lost again. Let's get them back home. Bound. A lot of it is about just like how their time of being useful is limited. Like that's the like depressing <laughs> part. And but this, they've had that since the second movie now. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be like wallow in that again. The whole like, mm-hmm. oh, you're like a child's plaything, but like the child grew up or you're older, no one wants you. Like it's like, come on, enough of that. Like you can do something else, but. We'll see what they do. I, I just yeah. don't want them to play that card so heavily again. I, they probably will. Well, they are. That's what the whole spoon thing is. Let's, yeah, the whole thing is like, what do you get separated again? And it's just like, God damn. Like, <laughs> literally, like, line for line. It's just like, okay, here we go. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, let's move on. Moving on to Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> Apple had their um, conference yesterday, and uh, I think this was the first concert for me, uh, concert, uh, show, conference. case, conference, that... Um, just basically lost yes, me everything. in terms of money grab, money grab, money grab. That's all I kept seeing the whole thing. Like, and I well, and I know their stuff. A lot of it is money grab revisions, but it's like this was the most blatant. I mean, credit cards. The thing is, how with, is that um, not money grab? The but thing with like apples, like they usually take something that exists and make it make better. It better. Here, sure. it's like they're taking what exists and just doing their doing it, they're, not yeah, improving on it. So, like, is, where, does anybody? I don't know what you're trying to do. Apple here. TV Plus is a service that includes all of the other services that you can subscribe to still and pay all that money. And it's like so and, original names too. Like the names are terrible for all this. <laughs> and then and then the Apple TV Plus service you can subscribe to as well for we don't know how Channels. much. Uh, they are spending two billion dollars this year, which is significantly less than Netflix. Uh, and they are going to have tw- how many new shows? Was it twenty new shows or uh, on their service this year? Uh, and I don't know how much they can expect to charge for the service. Like Apple always charges a premium for things. Twenty-five new shows planned for this uh, for Apple Plus. Um, I can't see them come under undercutting Netflix or even getting in that same realm. You, they got to be like five dollars, right, to start? 
Oh God, no, really? No. You think Netflix would no do that, or uh, Apple would do that? No, it's at think. least ten dollars. I understand that, but where's the value in ten dollars from this for twenty-five you shows? Don't have anything else? I mean, well, it's not just twenty-five shows, right? It's like it, other stuff. Apple TV Plus is just twenty-five planned TV shows this year. It, they have yeah, movies Apple. too. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying there's like other things other than Apple exclusive stuff on there. Yeah, but is you there? have to pay for everything else. Does yeah. it come bundled with other stuff like Netflix does? Like you get some? No. No, their, their software also includes Showtime, if you have a subscription to Showtime. It also includes HBO. Right, so the Apple TV a... Plus suite does not come with any original no. movie no. Or, no. or existing movie stuff. That's or... what I'm okay, saying. Yeah, they yeah, can't okay. charge $10 a month for that, can they? Yeah, no. Oh, they can. They absolutely can. I mean, they, they can. I don't know if they'll and be they successful. It's like HBO. What, how much stuff on HBO is like... Yeah, but that's quality. I mean, that's... No, I understand. That's well, proven. this is quality, Tony. <laughs> this is but but, quality. but HBO, HBO also built a library before that. They have more than 25 shows on demand whenever you want. It may be only active shows are 25, but they have older stuff you can go back and watch. Uh, Marvel, um, Apple doesn't have that, and they don't have... Disney is a partner, I can tell you that, because Disney's got their own service coming. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, Disney I, Plus. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I think that... Original names here, guys. I know. I just think yeah, this is... I, don't, I didn't see anything about this conference that looked intriguing. Uh, the no. only thing that I didn't I, even think about, <laughs> and I'm going to probably mention now, Tony, was you brought up Spielberg today. And I didn't even. it didn't even occur to me yesterday during that. And then you brought that up, and I'm like, wait, he is such a hypocrite. But, <laughs> He's a fucking hypocrite. So... Yeah, Spielberg is attached to Apple TV Plus after I slamming. Know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Is he saying, "Oh, I need Oscar consideration for everything I put in here"? Because that's what he's talking about. So well, yes, and you're right. He's not, not here yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. We'll see when he does his first movie for Apple Plus. He's and then probably, I'm sure he will be. Again, he's like, why do people jump into conclusions? Well, just, I would like to see him. I want to see him de decline being nominated when he gets nominated for an Oscar. I want to see him yep. decline it. And I, there's no way. You know, there's no, no way he's doing. I, I that. think you will. Oh my, there's no way. You think he's going to decline it's a nomination? If something, if it's something like that, based on what he's, if he's like, if he's saying, if he hasn't come out and said, like, oh, uh, I want to be considered for the Academy Awards with my stuff that's on this streaming platform, if he doesn't, if he doesn't come out and say that, then why would you think he otherwise? Like, so you're right. Okay. I'm, I'm going with benefit of doubt here that he's fine with that he doesn't want doesn't, his he whole doesn't. point with the netflix I mean, tirade it, it was is that he wanted the netflix stuff to be considered for emmys yeah. and not academy awards because it's he television this 70 year old guy and he ha makes some comment about the nature of films and they're like oh he doesn't like streaming things he's old and confused no, he's That's not what it's about he he's going to make a movie for apple plus okay, i understand yeah. that and made for tv movies aren't considered for the academy awards but netflix's are and what if his what's, right, that's, his, what's what the if difference between his whole point was that Netflix should be considered for Emmys and not Academy Awards. See, that's fine. So you're going to tell me he will decline the nomination to the Academy Awards He's probably if his movie say, is made. He may say that. I, I don't know. Like, I, we will revisit this. Put a pin in this one. Let's revisit this when it happens. I mean, he is because, because you and I, because no, you and I both know there's no way he's doing that. There's no way he declines in the, a nomination to an Academy. There's who in their right mind would do that? He has one. Like he doesn't need it. He doesn't. I don't need this. I already got one, guys. I don't. Spielberg. What, what does he give a shit about that shit now? He's old. Because it's an Academy Award. You still. It's come on. It's still bragging rights in Hollywood. It is. Yeah. What is this? Even Spielberg have to worry about with bragging rights in Hollywood right now. I mean, imagine if you do get nominated, say, "Oh, I don't even care about this." Is that not even more bragging rights? Like, pff, fuck that. If he mind. does say that, then I give him credit. But yeah, I'll give him credit. He yeah. won't do that. He won't do that. Whatever. So, this well, is another right, case. It's, of it's a mute point because let's be honest, he's not getting nominated for an Academy Award for this movie. No, he won't. He won't. So, um, all right.
I just, well, I, just, I, just think no, I just don't like calling him a hypocrite until he does it. I'm not calling him a hypocrite. It sounded hypocritical to me. It sounded to me like he was actually like that sounded like tampering to me. Like it was like let's tank Netflix service and get everybody over on Apple. It's not tanking them. Dude, if someone asks you a question and you answer it, like and then says, yeah. if you're in that profession, your answers carry weight and you should think about them a little more. I'm not in that profession, so yeah, I can. He's an influencer. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, YouTube. Let's get into our topic. Uh, top five Marvel characters. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. This was a harder list, and I would like to say that I, for a long time, my top number one character, and I didn't, he didn't put, on, I didn't put him on the list, was Stanley. Um, <laughs> I it just, he's been in every movie, so it's like I should put him yeah. on this list somewhere, but I didn't, and I just wanted to mention him. He doesn't play the same this. recurring character. No, he I did. Know. I could sort of see the. Yeah, yeah. he's a watcher. What are you unless talking you about? Say, yeah, unless you say he's a watcher who's always in disguise. Yeah, he could. All right, uh, let's kick off the list. This is our top five Marvel MCU movie characters. Uh, number five for me, Tony Stark, Iron Man, the right. first. Um, number five. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, I think uh, because for me, I, 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 well, I like his character. I've always liked his character a lot. His first movie was great. I didn't like his other movies. Uh, I think his character can be. I don't really like his character as much anymore, personally. No. The, the, I've noticed that's a reoccurring theme with a lot of these characters. Yeah. So I just it didn't. So I put him at number five, uh, even though he he kicked the universe off. Really, like that. That was I mean, for me. Tony, why. like uh, Tony, um, Robert Downey Jr. made this character. The character he is today, like yeah, yeah, it's it's, un, it's unbelievable. He is synonymous with Tony Stark now, and like the world we live in, this the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we live in, is like really thanks to him and Favreau's um, vision, like for the, sure. the character and stuff. And, uh, you know, and the comics even like the influence he's had on the comics. Yeah. Like anytime you see like um, an actor's like sort of likeness be more adapted into the comics afterwards, you know, like all right, this is <laughs> big, like big deal. Made it happen here. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, number five, Mike, what's yours? My number five uh, pretty much made his way onto my list of the top five in Infinity War because I did not like this character at all pretty much before that. And I'm going to go with Thor. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Even though he failed. That's my wife's favorite character, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't That's make a lot of female favorite characters. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because the movie was PG 13, but. <laughs> you go I mean, the Ragnarok helped him a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Ragnarok. So. I mean, I, again, I thought it was kind of goofy, but to me, like in Infinity War, you have a good balance of him, like sort of still being able to be silly, but like actually carrying the weight of what he went. Through, <laughs> I think more Sorry. realistically, and he was, you know, he was a heroic character who knew who he was finally. Like, and I like that better in Infinity War, so I think he carried the second half of that movie, and it was good. So he's right. my number five spot after I me mean, not liking him for the majority of his time in the MCU. No, oh, he's a great character. I agree. Yeah. Corey, your number five. Um, my number five is Winter Soldier. Ah, I, I didn't know where that, he was going to rank for you. I knew he was going to be on the list. Yeah, I, he I single-handedly made Winter Soldier my favorite movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, Captain America, him, and like that that movie is. Still, probably my favorite Marvel movie. I can't um, not like. He's a huge part of that. I can't not envision him when, he, except for when, like when he's sitting in the car with Falcon and they're nodding, like grin, grinning at <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, that's I just that's the only scene I always remember with him. Yeah. Um, but all right, so Bucky is your number five. Yep. Okay. Uh, Tony. 
Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Thanos, actually. Um, cool. Just because, okay. and the way I viewed it was overall up until now at this point. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, Thanos is always like just the guy in the background or the guy in the chair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, all right, what are they going to do with him? But then finally in for Infinity War, we see his, you know, his honest uh, heroic arc um, in what he's trying to accomplish and from his side, of, uh, from his that point of view, he is the wrong. hero. Yeah, he did nothing wrong. He he <laughs> is doing what he the believes universe. is right. Exactly. Uh, he believes he's doing what's right, and just um, how dedicated he is to to accomplishing those goals. Um, you know, he is mad. He's crazy. Uh, and in a way, I would say he's he's Tony Stark to like maybe a degree further, where like he's willing to do what it takes, um, no matter what, and um, just. Uh, Josh Brolin did a great job, like just voicing that character and then, you know, making that character come to life. And motion just, performance, too. The motion performance, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Absolutely. It's just excellent. And then just those those memorable quotes. I mean, it, mm-hmm. you get that combination of like he's he's really calm and confident most of the time, but then he has these outbursts, like when he's fighting the Hulk in the beginning of Infinity War, there's like that, you know, uh, brief few seconds where like he was just enjoying the thrill of the fight even when he was fighting them on um titan and uh just you know going mm. all out and stuff like that and you know his was words of tony where he's like you know i hope they remember you it's like yeah he's like i really mean it and it's like oh shit like okay God. He's, not, he's yeah. not such a bad guy <laughs> not such a bad guy yeah. <laughs> just because he's a bad guy yeah. doesn't make him a bad guy. bad guy all right uh let's get to number fours number four for me is black panther all right, um, I'll go with you because that's my number four as well. Really? BP. <sighs> Wait, that's not my. That's you. All right. Yeah. So, uh, number four for me. Yeah, because uh, I mean, he's a more recent hero. Um, but I really like from from Civil War uh, on. Like, I just the character instantly attached is like to you. Mm-hmm. You kind of really like the character off the right off the bat. The coolness of his costume. The the cool powers he has uh and then just the the persona of the character himself chadrick uh what's chad chad boswick yeah uh had, does a great job uh as the character i'm sorry i butchered his name and, and um, you the right way to say it out of my head so i'm not gonna try <laughs> <laughs> uh i butchered the name i have a cold well movement on that so um <clears throat> yeah so i i can't even do it now I, yeah so yeah he's just a great character i i think um He'll be. I think he's the future going forward as a, one of the major players in Avengers uh, in Phase Four. But we'll get to our we'll get to our four, Phase Four prediction topic uh, at some point later. Uh, but I think that's. I just really like it. He's such a popular character, and his movie did so well. It's just so. It's exciting to see new blood, and mm-hmm. that's really what he brings to it. And uh, I, I thought it was awesome. So, Tony, what was he number four for? Yeah. So for me, I mean, I, I loved his Civil War appearance just because, you know, prior mm-hmm. to the, the Spider-Man, he was going to be that one factor where it's like he he was on he was going from one side and then flipped to the other side mm-hmm. um, to balance it out or something like that. But uh, just seeing his appearance, because you know, I didn't really know much about him. Just like, okay, he's you know a, a black Batman from a superficial level or whatever like that, where he uses a high-powered suit and you know tech and all that stuff. Uh, but his appearance was was fantastic, um, and I loved how even in that first appearance it wasn't even his movie just at the end how he took a step back and could realize that mm. you know his 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 bloodthirstiness for vengeance was setting him down a path that there there was going to be no coming back from uh, and then it was just furthered in um his own movie with uh just him trying to rule his empire and um make sure everybody was 
you know, uh, living up to a standard that his father had set. But I loved how he was always open to new uh, ideas and information. And that was, you know, coming from people around him, his mother, his sister, his um, girlfriend, fiance or whatever, his general and stuff like that. And even his, you know, cousin when, um, what's his name? Uh, what's the villain's name? Um, villain Kill, Killmonger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Killmonger, you know, showed up and stuff like that. It's like he constantly evaluated his point of view to the point, uh, to the degree where uh, in that one dream sequence, he even tells his father and his ancestors that they were wrong in how they ruled Wakanda from seclusion and, you know, a, a place of a uh, higher, yeah. you know, uh, level and stuff like that. And to me, that just made it really interesting. So yeah. uh, I'm excited to see uh, where he goes in the future. All right, Mike, number four. Um, my number four, I'm going to go with Star-Lord. Um, nice. Just because I'm, I'm, when I think about character, I just think about, you know, someone who you can sort of, like, get an idea, like, about who they are just by, like, seeing them a little bit. And, like, I had trouble with a lot of Marvel characters thinking uh, thinking about that. But uh, him, like, I sort of know what he is. And he's a fun character. And uh, well, he's just kind of funny and fun, like, and kind of like that. He's not too... I, everyone loves to compare compare. Chris Pratt to Harrison Ford. He's not quite like that. He's not, he's a little goofier, but there's still a little bit of that style to him. And as star Lord, a scoundrel. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that. So he's, he's a fun character. So he made my number four list. Cool. Uh, Corey. Um, I'm going to go with Drax number four. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought about doing him instead. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's just hilarious. Like, he stands so still, you can't even see him at times. But at the same time, like, it's just like his deadpan, like, um, responses to people and how serious he is about everything. And yeah, uh, not getting sarcasm. It's just like it really works well. And then the character, you know, it fits that ensemble as, as far as the team goes and how he comes into it and evolves as a character uh, is interesting. And I, I just think he's a fun character to watch on screen. Mm. And yeah, he's played, he's great. played wonderfully by the oh, Batista. Batista. Yeah, I'm glad that he will be back for the third one now that they got James Gunn back. Yep. So, uh, number three for me is Spider Man. Oh, I'll go um, with you. That was my number three, too. Wow. All right. We're lining we're up. Duplicating. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Again, another new new character. Well, what happened to Jim? Jim? Uh, Spider Man got him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Jim? I hope he's still recording us. Yeah, it says we're live at least, so I guess we are. Well, what about you, Tony? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for me, I mean, oh, Spider-Man. Uh, sorry. There you go. Uh, good thing about Google is it keeps going. Um, yes. So Tony was going. About to go ahead. Go ahead oh, uh, I was just going to say, um, you know, uh, anyone who's been listening to the podcast uh, should be no stranger that I love Tom Holland's Spider-Man ever since his first appearance uh, in Civil War, which you know. In retrospect, I could I could see other people's opinions with that it was too early to make that uh, mm-hmm. statement. But that was, since then, that was the only point. Yes. Yep. No, no, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm giving you you props. But since then, I think he has proven himself in um, not only the actor but the, the the role he plays. Because you know, Spider-Man is a character that most people that are even um, know of superheroes are at least somewhat familiar with. Yeah, got, a kid gets or a kid or adult gets bit by a spider. Relatable too. I mean, yeah, yeah, relatable and stuff like that. And you know, you know it. But there's been so many versions and instances over the years that this one to me feels fresh because, you know, it's a more innocent take on the character because, you know, uh, yeah, he's he's a teenager. Yeah, he's dweeby and dorky and lives with an aunt. 
Um, but he's not like, you know, again, I don't want to shit talk the other ones or anything like that, but like, it's a modern take on it. Like, I don't think you could do the Toby McGuire one in the MCU. You know, I don't think that, I think that would have. Andrew Garfield was way too Andrew emo. Garfield's like would emo. not have fit. Yeah. Way too, too emo. and stuff like that. Whereas like, I think this one strikes that balance of like uh, a heartfelt kid uh, that was, you know, granted powers. And it's, it's a form of wish fulfillment. Like, let's be honest, like, you know, with um, him wanting to be a hero and stuff he like that. He strives to be a hero. That's the right. thing. It strives to be a hero. Yeah. You can see how he looks up to, like, you know, Iron Man and, and all the other Avengers and stuff like that. And I, I love that scene uh, in Infinity War where, you know, <laughs> Iron Man comes up to him and goes, like, all right, kid, you're an Avenger now. And, like, he just, like, takes a moment to, like, stand up a little straight or something. Like it's, it's it's just a little character moment that like that where it's like, oh, yeah. that's my Spider-Man. And I, yeah. I just cannot wait to see how he handles this going forward in his next movie. But, you know, also... Um, moving forward with the Avengers and what happens after Endgame. Yeah, yeah, me too. All right, Mike, what's your number three? My number three is Iron Man. Um, Iron Man, okay. Again, like, uh, he's like kind of the center of this universe, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. just, you know, made him his own in the right way. It's just, I like him less than I did at first, just because, like, they sort of made him a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> especially as the movies went on a little bit, but uh, still, uh, he's still like you can't have this universe pretty much without him, which worries me for what comes next. <laughs> but we'll see. Well, I mean, we don't know if he's going away. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I know there's one character we can I mean, definitely can't bank on, but Corey, dumb truck worth of money is hard to like, pass. Yeah, off, so. you won't say no. Corey, what's um, your number three? My number three is Loki. Yeah, Loki. I feel like uh, he's one of the strongest villains from the earlier films. Obviously, kind of tapered off there a little bit as the movies went on, but just the performance. The he's um, such a like entertaining villain slash. He's charismatic hero. He yeah, I mean Tom Hiddleston. Like, I, I think it, they did a great job and like it was perfect casting, great performance. Um, yeah, Tom and, Hiddleston did great with him. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's just really I, he's good, getting some so. series, so mm-hmm. yeah. it's exciting. All right. Uh, my number two is Star Lord. Um, okay. Again, uh, my, like Mike had said, fun character. Uh, I think he's the most fun hero uh, on uh, in the Marvel universe. Uh, personally, I, like just the fun, easygoing. Uh, I, I, Chris Pratt plays it great. Um, <laughs> entertainment purpose. Like the movie could be a terrible. Like, I, I don't think two was a great story, but two was a good movie because just how good the performances were. Um, I don't think the story was that great in two. Uh, it's a very forgettable story, but they're all of their performances, even Drax, including Batista, did a great job. But I remember two's story more than the first one. <laughs> no, I re- I remember the first one a lot, and it's just because like I just you know this was a father son thing in the second one that I was just like yeah, but but Chris Pratt does such a great job as as Star Lord, and I like his character so much, and just like the interaction between him and um, Tony Stark in Avengers, I thought was just great uh, yeah. uh, to see. And I, I can't wait to see. And I know he's going to be on for a while, too. So I can't wait to see where they go with his character going forward, especially because he's, I think he's snapped, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't, well, he might be dead. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's my number two. Uh, Tony? Uh, my number two was Thor, um, which, nice. again, I'm, I'm doing the overall arc because, you know, I, I think kind of like what Mike is saying, I really don't like the character at first because, I mean, it's basically... You know, first two movies and even Avengers, I would say he's just like he's just Marvel's Superman. It's like big and vulnerable, super strong, like alien god, whatever you want to call it. It's just like there's no depth, but um, 
you know, slowly through the Avengers, and then especially with um, Ragnarok and Infinity War, we start to see that transformation where, um, you know, the weight of all the things that has happened to him in a relatively short amount of time, 10 years or whatever you want to call it, um, just, like, life handed him a shit platter. And it's just like, he just keeps getting up, and, you know, he doesn't really let it uh, affect him. And I, I think that's kind of an admiral quality. And the one thing I really you know, remember is in Infinity War where he's talking with Rocket uh, on their way to um, nowhere. <laughs> and he is, you know, he's trying to talk to Rocket and just be like, yeah, I'm going to kill Thanos. This, that, and the other. He's like, yeah, but he kind of kicked your ass the first time. He's like, well, nobody's ever fought me twice. And blah, blah, blah. it's like, well, what if you're wrong? He's like, well, what else do I have to lose? And it's just like, shit, like, that's yeah. a moment of him being really honest and earnest because like his parents are dead. Loki's dead. Um, yeah, they people like, his are, society are completely dead. decimated. Yeah. His best friend is dead. Like Jane Carr is like, nowhere to be found. Right, <laughs> no exactly. Foster. Yep, exactly. And just doesn't like, doesn't want to show up anymore. No. Exactly. And it's just like you know he doesn't get super depressed. He doesn't you know call it quits. He doesn't say you know I've had enough. Thanos is one. He's just like nope. I need to do this. Well, you know. Yeah. I, I think it's a really great you yeah know, arc. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. all right, uh, we're on number ones, aren't we? Oh, no, we're number two, twos. Uh, yeah. Mike, your number two. Uh, my number two is Spider-Man. Um, nice. Whoa. My number two I is mean, it's, well. it's nice. honestly largely just because of my preconceived ties to this character. This isn't exactly my favorite like version of this character, but Spider-Kid. But <laughs> I see he's still good enough, and like I'm excited to see what happens with him just because it's Spider-Man. So. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'll, I'll echo in a lot of what you guys said before. Spider-Man, it's like, this, This though, is the Spider-Man I wanted to see on screen. I wanted uh, yeah. to see the kid in high school. No, I wanted to see, see him. I like the older uh, Spider-Man. But... Yeah, we had that. Like, now we get to see him, like, learning to become that hero. And we, we didn't see the, the struggles of, like, daily life. High school. And yeah. hero, um, you know, you don't really have that with any of the other heroes. They can just full-time hero mode here he's like nope i'm a kid and i need to die i have to go to school and yeah. i gotta deal with shit that's going on in life like i like a girl and i don't know if she likes me and now yeah. her dad's a super villain i'm like what do i do <laughs> yeah um, oh that so, twist oh man that's i can't go to awesome. germany <laughs> i was so upset with myself that, for not seeing that that yeah. twist was just so it was, awesome it was, it was great and so the like, car this is, oh man i'm thinking man. about the car scene with him and oh god so intense yeah. that and was like the other thing, thing like um, I, I, Kevin Smith pointed this out too. It's funny. He's like, "This is the first Spider-Man that actually has a New York accent, and he's British." Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he does a good job. So he does um, a good job with that. So yeah, he's, he's number two for me. All right, number one for me is Loki. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did like, not see that coming. Actually. No, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, I'm so happy he's getting his own show for this character, yeah. and I think he does this character amazingly. He's a fantastic job, uh, and uh, he. Uh, you know, he's been in how many movies now? He was the lead villain for Avengers, the first movie. And that is a big task considering it's the Avengers and you have to be big enough to take them all on. And I think they did a good job and he did a good job representing Loki. And I just love that character. Uh, I like, I always like the characters that are like gray hero. They could be villains or heroes. Mm -hmm. You know, Magneto is one it's my more interesting, Right. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love that. And so I think Loki right now is the representative of that. We could do this list again in like four years and I might have my own Magneto then to talk about. But, um, you know, Lo Loki is for me right now, number one for me. So Tony. Uh, mine hopefully should not be a surprise, um, but it is going to be Captain America, um, mm. which, you know, you, if, which yeah, if, uh, yeah, nice. Cause 
if uh, somebody had said at the beginning of all this, like, like your favorite character of this whole Marvel cinematic <laughs> stuff is going to be Captain America, I'd be like, okay, whatever, buddy. Because, like, going into it, again, I'll, I'll say, you know, um, it's, a, it's a hokey character uh, set in the origins of, like, you know, like the World War II propaganda, like, yeah. punch a Nazi. Look, I get it. Totally timepiece or whatever like that. But, like, to take that <laughs> character and invent that into a way and introduce it to, like, be one of the the building blocks of your new cinematic universe where it's like okay the first one it, it was fun it was a campy film um little indiana type jones um adventure it. yeah and it's like okay it was fine um and even in avengers he's like okay yeah like i get it he's like the you know the guy boy the boy scout. scout and stuff like that but in winter soldier it's just like damn like hey the russo brothers did a great job of like actually making captain america feel like a threat like physically on the battlefield and stuff like that with his more like um combat abilities and the shield and stuff like that but what i loved about winter soldier was how like the whole story uh, about hydra you know uh rising like really turned that character on its head and he started to rethink things um that even like that plot device was uh, the string was there with avengers when he found out that um she was still researching like hydra based weaponry and stuff like that and nobody had told them and uh then with the helicarriers and all that crap he's like man like you know the government can't be trusted like you know he's captain america like but he can't trust the government and then coming to a head with like civil war it's just like he's like you know our safest hands are still our own like you know we can't save everybody but that doesn't mean we give up and, and everything like that and just the way that character still like plants himself there and uh believes in his ideals even though you know i'll, I'll say like he's not always right or you know he could approach things differently but uh, I believe you know he's acting in in good faith, and uh, in addition to all that, I think Chris Evans does a perfect job playing that character. Yeah, I know we talk about Robert Downey Jr. or Tony Stark, but I think Chris Evans is right there because like, yeah, that's who I I see now in Captain America, and you don't like, even think of him as like Johnny Storm anymore. Like, no, no, he no, character? no, like, no. No, yeah, exactly, but, and it's just like it, it's just fantastic casting. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, and so I, and, or, like it's like the white, white male character. Like everybody, he, he played. I mean, he played the jock in not another team movie. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? I mean, just how far he's come. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, I hope uh, Endgame really he gives him that yeah good moment to shine because you know his send, was kind of there. Yeah, yeah. Off. No, I mean, I always thought of Chris Evans as kind of a comedic, almost funny man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no. I'm right there with you. Uh, I'll, I'll just continue this because yeah. he was my number one as well, and uh, for a lot of the same reasons. Like with Captain America, uh, especially with Winter Soldier, like we got to see another side of the character, and some more. Again, like you talked about with Thor, so it's like more depth to him, and more um, you got to see more like raw like emotion for this character. Like, how do you deal with learning everything you know is gone, and then also like everything you believed in is is turned on his head. So. Just to see that and the performance of that in that movie in particular is, is fantastic. And then him going through the this series, you know, clashing with Tony Stark, obviously, but like throughout all of it, he is always doing what he believes is best for like people in general. Like, yeah. He's always that you know that hero. He's I think he's like the heroist of the heroes of mm -hmm. all the heroes. <laughs> like so, um, he, he is that character, and they they yeah. really made yeah. that made him that for this um this universe because like you know everyone's got their flaws obviously uh and even though he has had to deal with a whole bunch of shit that's been thrown at him he's still like what you said with thor even like he's still 
going out and doing the hero thing because it's what's right. It's what's you know he's that guy that's jumping out that grenade when everybody tries to run away from it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh my number one too. Oh, Whoa, oh I did not yeah. see that coming. Oh no. Well, the thing is, like, we talked about it way earlier in this podcast about what I liked about DC heroes, and that's what I see in Captain America. He's a hero that is better than us based on his like moral compass and like he's someone you would like aspire to be like that way not just the powers mm-hmm. and uh um because well, before the powers that's what he was i mean he yes, was that he, good he was and i mean like in the he, others before himself and he is certainly like a product of the 40s in that way too that he's idealized but like this his character is just like one person can maybe actually be that <laughs> and that's fine and it's it's just like inspiring, and I, my first uh, interactions with the character are really sort of like reflections from other characters I was more familiar with growing up, like Spider-Man or Wolverine. Might talk about him in like you know a video game or a comic book, and it's just like they all revered this guy, and he had that like level of respect. And then when they brought him to this big screen, like it just worked. It like they caught that sort of like respect that like tactician the just how everyone like you know sort of could get behind him and how he was an instant leader mm-hmm. and it's just uh to me i think he may be the most comic accurate like portrayal of all of them not that that matters that much but to me like like he's the one who is what you expect from captain america and uh yeah i I don't know. I just think, like, again, like, I like the character that's, like, an idealized, like, and the elevator at, at least one. Soldier, I mean. Oh, yeah. I, uh, that's the other thing. I kind of like his, uh, his action scenes a little more because they're less CGI heavy because of the nature of his powers. So I prefer his action scenes, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so to do this list, I think that helps out big time. So Captain America will be, because right, when I did like the point totals by the way we voted, like Spider-Man had like 14 points just because of like you compile where it fell on the lists. Mm-hmm. Um, but Captain America clearly number one uh, for us, but we'll go backwards. So my next thing is I'm completely fine with Spider-Man being at two. If you guys think that, because we all put him on, our, he made all of our lists just all over the place. Well, this is, this is like we have our own individual list. Now this is the AYCG list. Yeah, this is the combined list. So I'm completely fine putting combined list moving Spider-Man up to two because of the, just by points. If you do give like a point value, you know, one point for five and five points for one, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. he falls into 14 points because he was in all of our lists. Yeah, okay. I thought you were going backwards, though. I am. I'm just telling you where I'm at with these two. So uh, the next point, <laughs> actually, if, we go, if we go, okay, we, go, we start in the back. I mean, Black Panther had four, but Thor had five. So Thor gets the number five spot. Nice. Star-Lord is tied with Loki with six points. Um, So I put Star-Lord at four and Loki at three, just from a normal rule of that was my one. So Loki (laughs) moves to three by tiebreaker. Sure. Spider-Man was at 14 points and Cap was at 15 points. Does that sound like a list? It sounds pretty good. That's a list. Yeah, that's I just want to throw out like my favorite comic book character is Hulk, and I just don't like his movie. No, I don't like him either. I agree. Yeah. I just don't like him. Uh, so here's our list: then. number five, Thor; number four, Star Lord; number three, Loki; number two is Spider Man; and number one is Captain America for our top five Marvel MCU movie characters. Um, we have all of our individual lists. I think Early. that's going to wrap up this episode, right? 
Yeah, good. I think so. Wrap up 493, uh, 93, 439 of the movie cast. Uh, write us podcast at allinggeek.net. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Twitter, All you Can Geek. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channels. Tell us who your favorite Channel. character is. And tell us who your favorite character is. <laughs> tell us who of our list is going to actually be there going forward. <laughs> we'll be doing predictions for Phase 4. We have another top yeah. 5 list coming up. We've got a bunch of topics coming up for Endgame. Check them every week. Check out every week for MovieCast. Thanks again. See you soon.